0: Welcome to the Beleza Babes podcast. I'm Melissa and I'm Janelle and we are two business-minded mamas talking about
1: entrepreneurship, motherhood, healing, and growth. Our goal for this podcast is to get you to believe in yourself, reach your full potential, and create the life you've always wanted. Hey guys, this is episode zero of the Beliza
0: Babe podcast. So me and Melissa are best friends and we've decided to start this podcast and we are well aware that with this podcast, that not everyone is going to be as entertained by us by like the way we're entertained by yeah. each other. <laughs> but we still are going to create enough content that even if we're not as entertaining as we think we are, <laughs> um, you guys are definitely going to get the value out of it. Yeah. So... I, um, not only is this episode, I just wanted to say, not only is this episode, like, really special because it's our first one, episode zero, of the Belize the Babe podcast, but it's also special because me and Melissa have a huge announcement. We have been keeping a big secret. It's huge. And throughout this podcast, caught the... podcast episode, (laughs) we are going to (laughs) be, we're not editing this out, (laughs) we are going to be sharing that news with you guys, and we could not be more excited to finally tell our secret that we've been keeping. We figure what better way to do episode zero than to introduce ourselves, and what better way to introduce ourselves than to have Melissa introduce me, and me introduce Melissa. Yes. So we've come up with little bios about each other, and we are going to talk about each other and give you guys an idea of like who we are yes how we met I could talk about Melissa all day long um okay so Melissa just to give you an idea about her and her life and what she's done Melissa went into the beauty industry in 2007 throughout her career in the industry Melissa has not only learned and mastered many industry traits such as hair eyelashes nails and permanent makeup and when I say mastered I mean she's like freaking good at all of those things. You're like the it's best. not like she just took a class and like oh I do all this stuff I'm licensed it's like no she's seriously way good at every single one of those things. And has built successful clientels in all of those areas. So so not only is she ma- a master in many industry traits but she is also a dedicated mother of the three most darling kiddos you have ever met. <laughs> They're so fun
1: they so really cute. are
0: they are so cute. They're, super cute they're such good kids but their ages range from three five and seven she has a little boy that's three and two little girls um Melissa well if you know Melissa you know how important her family is to her family is Melissa's top priority in her life and she literally is the funnest mom and is such an example to me of motherhood and you always have been thank you long before I even became a mother thank you well three years before I became a mother. <laughs> Um, because Melissa has stepped back from her career on several occasions, on several occasions throughout becoming a mother, she has had the opportunity to rebuild her clientele in the industry on numerous occasions. And I can tell you that in all my time in the industry as a salon owner and as an artist, I've never seen anyone build a clientele faster and more successfully than Melissa has. Thank you. Um, I really I mean, you're obviously very talented, but I also contribute it to the fact that you genuinely connect with everyone that's around you. You have such a gift and you're freaking funny. And I think that it's it's part of like your gifts of being genuine and making people feel comfortable is your sense of humor. So I I personally it's like why I love you. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. And why I love you because you're funny. (laughs) That's good. But so I do think that's one of your greatest traits is your sense of humor so something that you need to know about melissa is that melissa is always the life of the party (laughs) she will get up on any table and dance she can twerk better than cardi b and the girlfriend is a true friend to everyone in her life and is most definitely
1: a badass thank you i feel really grateful thanks to have you as one of my very besties thank you and if you're ever lucky enough i will come to one of your parties (laughs) And For be your party. $1,000, $1, I will. The uh, party you're my favor, party trick. Or party trick, not a party favor. No, it's
0: your party. Yeah, it's a party trick. It's you're party my party trick. Because at parties, yes. I was like, who's got a party yeah. trick? And I'm like, Melissa's my party <laughs> trick.
1: And I twerk. Yeah. So eventually, people will see
0: that. <laughs> Certainly, because my phone is filled with it. And I can only imagine it's true. that one of these times during our podcast, Melissa will be on the floor.
1: It's It's true. <laughs> you'll just hear me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Hear you? (laughs) You You'll not see it. You only hear it.
0: Oh Oh my my gosh. I don't even know what that
1: means. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So now I'm going to introduce Janelle. Mm -hmm. She is incredible. You're so nice. So Janelle started in the beauty industry in 2005 at age 19 She started as a nail tech at a salon in Alabama called Bing's Salon and Spa. At age 21, she served a service mission in Brazil. Soon after she got back, she married her husband McKinley in 2009. At age 26, she opened Salon Beleza in Saratoga Springs, Utah. From her previous experience at other salons, she learned that she wanted to hold a space for abundance and for women to love and support each other in their businesses. Um, I've noticed that. Like working at the salon for the last six years, holy cow! That space, she has exceeded her dreams of holding that space for abundance, and all of the girls here support each other in their businesses. It's amazing. Thanks, and thanks. I really to be a part of that team. Me too. I just know how to hire really cool women yeah. or people, and you bring it in. <laughs> Thank you like you. bring. You put it out there. Does so that make sense? Yeah. You put it out there and it comes back. I hope so. To the salon. Um. So she has owned the salon for eight years now and managed up to 22 employees while building a separate clientele and starting another beauty empire in the permanent makeup industry. It's huge. You're so nice. Thank you. It's true. It's huge. She has taught permanent makeup one-on-one with students nationwide and has her own online permanent makeup course. She is also working and teaching part time in Alabama to accommodate her clients and students out there. Um, Being as on fire and immersed in her business as she is, her four-year-old Knox, son Knox, and husband come first in her life. She has built her empire not only just for herself, but for them, and to show Knox what it takes to make his dreams and everyone else's dreams come true. Seriously, that is so sweet. Thank you. It's all true.
0: Well, I really appreciate it
1: the way you see me you're the best.
0: Okay guys, so now we are going to get into the story of how we met. Do you want to start?
1: Okay, so it goes back about six years ago. I knew or know Janelle's cousin and she was working at Janelle's salon doing lashes and I had decided that I wanted to start working at a salon um, and she was like, oh my cousin's actually hiring at her salon out in Saratoga Springs and she's like, you should take in your resume, and I'll put in a good word for you. So I took in my resume, and Janelle had called me back and was like, let's get you in for an interview. We had our first, like, one-on-one. where like you we chatted. Chatted, you and, and yeah. And I was like, I love you. You're hired. And then we loved each other. And I was like, no, wait, you have to do a model first, but you're basically yeah. hired. <laughs> yeah, so I did a model, and I was there for about a year. Yeah. Or Before six months. Pregnant. And then I got pregnant with my first... Um, daughter emmy in 2010 and i stepped back back from the salon and then i came back and then i found out i was pregnant again then i stepped back again and then i came back (laughs) (laughs) then you stepped back again and then i got pregnant again (laughs) and then i stepped back i was still here a little bit more than with my last two but i had stepped back for a little while, I was in and out of the salon. You were always the Belize yeah, babe, even I was when you weren't here. Always hair. the Belize babe,
0: and I knew you'd yeah. come back to me. So I did
1: hair first. When I came back, I started doing nails. Went away, came back, started doing lashes. Lashes. Then I came back. We used to joke
0: that Melissa should get makeup. like awards about how fast <laughs> she built her clientele. Like, the girlfriend can build a clientele like a boss. Thank you. <laughs> so I actually quick. surprised
1: myself for how many times I was
0: like, in and out. Well. It's actually kind of cool because I think that's something that a lot of people in the industry struggle with. And Melissa is like a master at it. So you're able to really Thank help you. people to Thanks. learn how to like do that. Yeah, It's one of the hardest parts of the industry and you're freaking good at it.
1: Well, And I think it's good for them to understand that it's okay to step back from yeah. things that you are working on. And come back to them. Yeah.
0: You know, it's okay. It's part of your journey. It is okay. Especially for something as important as motherhood. So, anyway, I think it's really cool. You're in a super sweet place as far as like motherhood goes. Your kids are at a fun age and they're a little bit older. And you guys are, as far as I know, done having kids. Yes. We're done. (laughs) So, I, yeah. So, anyway, I just am excited for you. But, This all plays a part. So one thing that's really funny, though, about this story of how me and Melissa met. Well, I think it's funny. Like, it's probably not as funny. But so a couple weeks in, I'm writing Melissa's check. And I'm like, wait, your last name is Denbo. Do you know Cole? And she's all, yeah, that's my husband. And I was like, what? I toilet papered with that guy (laughs) when I was in grade school. Like, I know him. And we went to grade school together and junior high together. And so, anyway, I thought that was like yeah. such, a uh, such a small world, such a small world. And I'm like not yeah. memorable at all because Cole's like, oh, so. I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm like, what? We were friends. He
1: <laughs> didn't, and I was like trying to be like, Cole, you toilet papered with her, and like, he's like, I don't know. How what do you you're not remember
0: <laughs> this? He doesn't remember a lot of his childhood. But really, it's kind of cool now. And our husbands are friends, and we're friends, mm-hmm. and we hang out all the time. And anyway, our it's it's been cool. House. And our kiddos, oh my so gosh, cute. they're so Aww. cute. But, so that's how me and Melissa met. Um, We kind of want to just, this podcast is super random. Like, we're just kind of introducing each other, talking about our journey. But we also want to start this podcast at this time because it's kind of a pivotal moment for us. Mm -hmm. Both of us. Yeah. We are at a crossroads in our lives. Um, Me and Melissa have a huge secret that we're telling on this podcast. It's huge. For us, it's, like, life-changing, huge. Mm-hmm. I feel like fireworks should go off right now. Can you, yeah. like, input some, the like, drum roll all- or something? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, but to, to be able to tell that secret, I do have to give a tiny backstory. So tiny let's see if I can keep it tiny because it brings
1: it it just like (laughs) brings it together and it does it brings it together it has to be told
0: the salon has been like my heart my soul my businesses are so much a part of me so I feel like if I don't start with like my feelings I won't be able to like really tell the secret Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah so um in March of this year I had this night (laughs) I don't know if anyone else has like these quiet moments in their life where they like reflect and just, I really do call, call them the quiets of my life. Like <laughs> the moments in your car when no one's in there and you're just thinking or the radio just happens to not be playing or is playing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you're reflecting on your life or just have these moments and I had this moment, McKinley's asleep, Knox is asleep, I'm sitting in my office, the light was even off. I was like working on my computer and I was working on my class curriculum and I was feeling so excited about like all these ideas that were coming into me about online training and lifting the permanent makeup industry and and industry and helping it. And my passion was just so strong for what I was thinking about creating. And then I felt this like me smack into like this energetic wall. And I realized that I don't have enough energy. In that moment, it was very clear to me that I was, I don't have enough energy to do everything. I want to do and something had to give and I think you know I think you talked about this just a second ago or maybe it was before we started recording but you said you know it's interesting where life takes you, you have to be open to opportunity as it comes um because I never would have even thought I would own a salon. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wouldn't even have thought I'd be in the permanent makeup industry. Yeah. I think you have to just kind of be open as opportunities come and, like, fall into place and be brave as you make choices. And yeah. But anyway, I'm having all this, like, downloading happening, and I'm so excited for all these new things I want to do, including this podcast. And I hit that wall, and I got so overwhelmed and just had this really... I don't know. I've been calling it like my dark night of my soul. <laughs> like, I just feel I like was. it was. I had I to was. work through the fact that I couldn't keep everything going that I've been doing. Like, it just wasn't realistic. And I also stepped back and I realized that the potential that this salon has. So, Salon Beleza, I. Do not take credit for how amazing it is, but you guys, it is amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the vibe, the energy, the the women that work here are top level, high frequency, just such amazing women. They inspire me so much. Yes. Every single one of yes. them has a story. The So we have this amazing group of women, this salon family. We have the most incredible clientele in the yes. world. Like I'm not just saying yes. that. There's times when you Melissa will get done with appointments and we're like, I should have recorded that whole conversation with that woman. Yeah. She has a story to tell. And I think that's also another reason why we felt called to do this podcast yes. is to like have a platform where we could help other people have a voice. Yeah. And inspire.
1: Because um, we do get to see it in the salon. We do. In this industry, we get to see the vulnerable moments of our clients and yes. hear those stories. And it's like, oh my gosh, you're just thinking, yes. I want to share this with somebody. So cause... much of my growth has come. Yeah from
0: like connecting with my clients, listening mm-hmm. to their stories, their heartaches, the way they've handled it, mm-hmm. you know, like just yeah. absorbing them. Yeah. So, um, okay, so going back to that night in March, I am awake all night. I literally did not go to sleep. And I saw in my mind like this little vision, as stupid as it may sound, of what the salon could be if I had the energy to give it. But I also was feeling my heart being called to this other, you know, part of my life that I've been building and working hard on and that's the permanent makeup industry and I realized in that moment that I needed to step back from the salon and the salon is at the most successful it's ever been it is like amazing to me where it's at I mean we have become such a I feel like staple to the community. I mean, mm-hmm. it's such a place of uplift. and yeah, we're known for how talented our artists are.
1: yeah,
0: and um the growth that's happening in Saratoga Springs is insane. Mm-hmm. They just announced like thousands of homes being built literally right across the street from yeah. our salon. <laughs> so, and we're like the only salon in this whole area, and hopefully, you know, that's not the case forever, but we have been the only salon for almost eight years, like besides you know, littler like, cutting hair, like, hair cutting Mm -hmm. salons. Um, So, anyway, my point is, is that in that moment, I realized I needed to sell the salon. The backstory of that is that I just remodeled the salon. Like, I Mm -hmm. literally just expanded the salon, doubled doubled its size, invested...
1: Like, six months, (laughs) six to eight months before March. Yeah.
0: So, it was only, like, a year. Yeah, it was, like, six, not even a year before I came to this conclusion. I had just invested my whole life. for like a year and a half and my Mm -hmm. husband's life and our family's lives into this process of growing the salon and getting it to a point where it could expand and grow and be and flourish and then I'm like oh by the way I think well that was fun (laughs) like I'm glad we (laughs) invested all that money and time because now I'm ready to let it go but Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't always go the way you plan and it doesn't always make sense to everyone but my heart talks to me and I can hear it so I had to follow it and I in that moment, was like, okay, I know, don't know how this is going to look, but I have to acknowledge that, like, God is speaking to me. I'm being called to, in another direction, and I have to have faith that he's going to lay this out the way it's meant to be laid out. Yeah. So then I go on a road trip with Melissa. (laughs) So first of all, I have to just shout out to McKinley really quick that when I told him, so we're sitting at the breakfast table and I said, McKinley, I need to talk to you about something. I have decided that I think I need to step back from the salon and focus on my permanent makeup. I can't do everything that I'm wanting to do. And I really feel strongly that I'm being pulled away from the salon. And he was like, he processed it, nodded, and the first things out of his mouth are always amazing to me. You know, he's mm-hmm. like, it was a stepping stone. It's like, it was just a stepping stone. Like, yeah. And I love that because I really was hopeful he would see it that way, especially since we just invested, and I won't even say. Like, I mean, the whole process, yeah. and maybe when, uh, on another episode we could talk about that, but, like, the process of building the salon was a total shit show, and it was not good. <laughs> it was a really expensive process, and it was... Not what we planned. So anyway, long story short, I ended up going on this road trip with
1: Melissa. One of many. One of we many We love our road trips too.
0: <laughs> They're so good. They we are. should just record ourselves yeah, in the car. You really should. The next podcast will be us driving. <laughs> yes. Um, so we were on this road trip and I had promised myself I wasn't gonna tell her because she had just become the manager and I was like, Oh my gosh, like how am I supposed to tell her that I'm stepping back and um Melissa, well, so here's another thought that I had at the time is I'm like, but how will I not, like, how will I survive without my salon family? You know, these women have become literally my family. Mm -hmm. I don't, and my best friends. So I'm like, how am I going to survive not working at the salon? And guaranteed whoever ends up coming in as the owner is probably not going to want me to work there. I mean, maybe they will, but like the odds of that happening were not like, I wasn't very optimistic Mm -hmm. about that. And it was a super bummer for me to imagine myself not here.
1: Yeah.
0: So then anyway, but I also was trusting that, you know, my creator had a plan for me and that I just needed to follow it and things would fall into place. So I told Melissa, I said, you know, there's a lot of unknown here drive in the car and I had promised myself not to tell her. And I was like, but I can't keep a secret from you for five seconds. So I'm like, <laughs> Melissa, I have to tell you? Because <laughs> is was like, seriously, don't tell anyone this weekend. And I'm like, Melissa, <laughs> Dana, <laughs> Candace, you all have to know. No, I'm just kidding. But like I, so I told Melissa yeah. and how did you feel?
1: I mean, at first I was, my stomach just kind of dropped down into my butt. And I was like, <laughs> Like, you know, you just, yeah. like, your stomach sinks, yeah. and you're just like, oh. And I just thought, like, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> We're lost. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I was really sad yeah. at first because, like, it's also my family, too. We're just right, a I know family. Yeah. Um, and so I got really sad and, like, a sick feeling. But then, like, really quick right after, I just saw Janelle leveling up. I love you. I make the sound the like like a Nintendo game, like leveling up. (laughs) And throughout our whole relationship and our whole friendship, I have had all of these moments where I see her leveling up, and this was huge. And I saw that, and I had like this comfort come over me. I'm just like, no, this is what you're supposed to do, and it's gonna figure. Everything's gonna work out. Yeah, you know everything. Yeah. It's gonna
0: work out. Yeah, you actually did say that. You said, my stomach just fell into my butt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, I know, Melissa. I know. And there's a lot of unknown. And then she did. She, you know, I could tell you were processing it, but you did come back with that exact, um, we actually had that conversation. You made me cry because you said that, you know, this is just another, you can see that it's meant to be and you yeah. trust it. And so mm-hmm. we had that weekend and it was a phenomenal weekend together.
1: Yeah. It was so It cool. was very, it was a weekend, weekend
0: filled with energy work and Reiki and girl time and dancing and mm-hmm. being crazy and yoga, and yeah. I loved it. Oh, it
1: was so good. <laughs> so,
0: on our way back is when we actually decided, for sure, to start the podcast together. Yeah. Yeah, we came up with, we're like, oh my gosh, we should have recorded this conversation. Like, yeah. We were just like, we should talk about this and this and yes. this. Yeah. So, um, anyway, it was just like a very pivotal moment in our lives, but... We also were still, like, accepting that there was a lot of unknown. So uh, about three days later, Melissa Snapchatted me. And she's like, what if I bought the salon? I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, (laughs) what if you bought the salon? Like, I... Yeah. And I just kept repeating that over and over again, like, in the snap back to you. I'm like, what if you bought the salon? What if... And, like, every time I said it, it was, like, resonating even more, like oh, my gosh, how did I not think yeah. of this? Like, you should. It this makes, makes so, so much sense. sense. Well, and so like, much. So here's the thing that was the most heartbreaking part about it for me is that it really is my whole heart and soul. Mm-hmm. Anyone that knows yeah. the salon knows what I put into it and what I – and so the idea of it, you know, the unknown of giving it away, like, here's my baby. Mm-hmm. Please Take be nice to her. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I just was so scared, but I also knew I had to follow and have faith that, like, God was guiding me and it was gonna be okay. So when you said that, it was like this peace rushed through me, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is why. This is why I felt so yeah. good about it. Because I still gotta be a freaking Blazer babe. Yes. <laughs> so um, I'm like, assuming you would hire me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm gonna buy it, but you you're can't gonna need do to do your model, and have a 30 day trial period. But real life, we're we're joking right now, but we've been like joking about yeah. this to the point of like annoyance.
1: <laughs> These <laughs> last She's few on weeks. a 30 day trial, yeah.
0: So anyway, I and I'm not the owner anymore. And Melissa has to deal with everything. <laughs> so we actually did we transitioned yeah. the salon over the last six months. Right. Well, well, yeah. Basically, I mean. So, it was interesting how things would work out. So, over the six months after that, we were like, okay, this is a way bigger transition than we realized. Mm -hmm. Just to get business contracts together and lawyer, like, loans, everything was just so much. Mm -hmm. And so, we were transitioning. But in the meantime, you know what was the coolest part, you guys? Is that when I walked into this empty space that used to be this car oil changing tire shop or whatever Mm -hmm. I could see the salon I could see the front desk and I could see the stations and I could see the chandeliers and I could see everything that I was going to create and it was like this vision but there was a point where my vision stopped and I no longer saw it anymore and the moment Melissa said what if I buy the salon she all of a sudden got that vision mm-hmm. and was able to come in and not only finish what I started, but take it to the next level, which I didn't have the energy to do and which the salon does deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, another cool aspect of all of this has been, you know, we told all the stylists, when was it like yeah. two weeks ago? Yeah. Two or three weeks ago. Yeah. I think it was three weeks ago. Yeah. So we went to Beans and Brew. Yep had a Sunday coffee day day. we drank like 50 gallons of coffee all day we were there (laughs) (laughs) no we went home and crashed yeah but we sat down every single stylist one-on-one and explained to them you know where I'm at why I made the decision I did and that Melissa is now going to be the owner of the salon and Everyone was just so excited. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, at first, they were like, what? They're in like shock. And then I would say, and Melissa's the owner. Yeah. It was like the ending. Like, oh, it, was, it became a total, like, joke. You know, we're like, so why do you think you're here, you guys? Like, yeah. Like, we were feeding off of it. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> but anyway, we made it a big joke. But everyone, being real, was so supportive, so excited for you, mm-hmm. so excited to have you um, become the owner. And they were also excited for me to be able yes. to like start, you know, focusing on and put your energy in
1: your permanent makeup business. Yeah. And the online stuff and So
0: yeah, like I so what I was gonna say is I I was surprised. So I have the best group of women. I mean here. Really. Yeah. Not one person. Yeah, I feel like I fall short all the freaking time. Do not let Melissa's intro fool you. I There's baseboards that need to be fixed. There's, you know, a bathroom floor that needs to be repainted. There's, because I tried to dump glitter on it and ruined it, and it's <laughs> hideous. You guys, it's so bad. And there's so many, there's so much potential for this space. There's so much unused space that we pay for in the lease that needs to be utilized, and the salon could grow so much. There's pedicure stations that are half done. There's, And I am so appreciative that everyone here has an attitude of positivity, Mm -hmm. but I walk around the salon and see its potential, and it wears on me and the fact that I don't have the energy to finish it. And there's only so much of me to go and my creativity to go around, and that was something that was very real to me that night, that dark night. No, I'm just kidding. It was was actually like a really good night of reflection and a pivotal, like, you know. Yeah. What do they call those? Like a paradigm shift. Yeah. In my life. Yeah. So anyway, so here we go. That's the big news. Melissa is the official owner
1: of Salon Beleza. How are you feeling about that? It's been really fun, like way fun, but it's a It was a little scary at first. It's a big role to step into, but it's made it easier with the support of the girls. They've been super supportive, and the transition has actually been super easy. Yeah. Well, at least for me. Yeah. How has it been for you transitioning out of it? I think
0: it's been as good as it can be.
1: You know, I think
0: in general, honestly, there's no better scenario than what's happening right now. Yeah. Like the fact that I still get to work here is amazing because a lot of people don't know this, but I never really had this like dream to own a salon. I worked at a salon that was amazing in Alabama. And then I worked at a couple salons here in Utah that were not as amazing. And I realized, oh my gosh, like I want to get that back. I want that energy and that salon environment and that support group and... And I'm obviously going to have to just create it. (laughs) So I opened a salon and I do feel confident that um, with the help of everyone here in our salon family, we have created that, you know, we've been through so much together. The, The reason I think we're bonded the way we are is because, you know, we stick by each other through miscarriages and divorces and falling in love and deaths and births and motherhood and pregnancy. And I think that bonds you. And every person that comes in has been meant to be here mm-hmm. and i just feel really really blessed to be a part of that so in the end honestly i'm getting what i wanted yeah. i you know it's so freaking cool to watch you because i love you so much step into this role and become this badass salon owner <laughs> but i also feel like i get to work that was the whole point i never really needed to be the salon owner i i mean people might not know this but most of the time people don't even know i'm the owner that come in here and um, I've had people compliment, like, hey, you're the cutest receptionist, or whatever, and I'm just like, thank you, and, you know, I, I love sweeping hair. I don't really need that title. I never did. I just wanted a place yeah. where I could feel at home and work and take care of my clients and have that support of, like, women.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> Women are so important yeah. for women, I feel like, in my life. But, I mean, as far as the transitioning out of being the owner and like my identity. It's been such, I mean, it is, I've been the salon owner now for almost eight years. Mm -hmm. Um, we're going on eight years this year and I feel like it's definitely been a huge part of who I am. Yeah. And I think with anything in life, whether it's moving across the country, um, leaving people behind in your life, leaving a religion, Whatever it is, when when something defines you for a long time, a marriage, divorce, you know, whenever somebody is transitioning out of one phase of their life and going into another, I think there's going to be a little bit of that fear of, like, what's going to be left of me? Yeah. You know, I don't know Janelle. That's not Janelle, owner of Salon Blazer. So I think this phase has been exciting, but also a little bit like, okay, what's going to be left of me? But in my experience, whenever I feel... These transitionings happen. I've always found more of me. Oh, Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, like, for sure. I feel like as yeah. I transitioned through that identity crisis of what's going to be left of me, I have like discovered more of me than I ever knew was there. Yeah. So I'm hopeful that as we continue to make this transition, I will continue to feel that feeling. I feel at peace about the whole thing. I I just feel grateful that it's yeah. transitioning the way it is. That I still get to be a Blazer Babe, and I'm excited. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me and Melissa could just talk all day. All day. And be day. like, okay. Um, but we will spare you for today. And we just want to finish our podcast by kind of just giving you an idea of why we started what we... This podcast in the first place. It's really cool, first of all, to be sister companies.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so we're not partners, but Melissa is has decided to keep the name Salon Beleza. No pressure from no, me. No, not at all. And yeah. I have also asked if I could keep the name Blaze as well as I continue forward in my business. The Blaza Project is a big movement that I, you know, I love Blaza, what it stands for yeah. and what it means to me and um what it means to you now. So yeah. we get asked a lot since we announced our podcast what we, why, like what we're going to be talking about, what is it about. And I think a lot of people assume because we're in the beauty industry, we're just focusing this on beauty and yeah the beauty industry, but
1: it's actually, we don't really have a... We don't have like a specific, one specific talk, uh, topic that we want to talk about.
0: No, I want to talk about faith crisis and sex and relationships and entrepreneurship and leveling up and... Motherhood. Motherhood. And, you know, yeah. we, like we talked about earlier, we've come across so many people where I'm like, oh my gosh, the world needs to hear that person's mm-hmm. story. Yes. And... It's like impossible to tell it. Mm -hmm. And now we have this little platform that we can use to inspire others. Anyone that's going to be coming on our podcast has inspired us in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can bet that every single person that comes on here will offer you something. Our podcast is not just about business. We do get down and personal. Yes. Um, Everyone that comes on here is willing to be vulnerable talk about their life path they're onto you know their successes their failures where they're at why they're there they come from every different walk of life I'd say we have some I mean I don't even know we have moms we have people that aren't moms we have dads we
1: have yeah I mean we have people that are religious not religious we have people that are
0: everything gay,
1: ev- straight yes black white
0: and I just think one of the best ways that I know to grow is to listen to someone else's story and yeah have compassion and have empathy for people. Mm -hmm. And the best way to develop that in a world that can be a little bit cold and judgmental is to hear everyone's story. Yeah. So, you know, I just get excited. Um, that's, I mean, I know that's a lot of like, (laughs) it goes in a lot of different directions, but I think as you listen to our podcast and as it moves forward, you guys will have a really good sense of exactly what we're trying to create here And I am not worried at all that it won't fulfill all the purposes that we, I mean, already all the interviewees that we have interviewed have changed my life. Mm -hmm. I genuinely feel that way already. So I think we're on the right track.
1: Yeah. Stones.
0: (laughs) High fives. We're giving high fives. You can't see us, but we are recording also. Um, So, anyway,
1: do you have anything else you want to talk about on our episode zero? I'm just excited. I'm excited to launch this. I'm excited for everybody to see it and to hear it and to hear the big news. And thanks for supporting us and listening to our podcast. We're excited for you guys to hear more. And we've got a few coming next week. Yeah. Our first
0: episode that we're airing, our first interviewee episode is actually going to be with Lexi Bowler. Yes. So that's going to be a really cool one. It talks a lot about abundant, abundant mindset, being a mom. Like, yeah, it's a cool one. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah,
1: it's really good.
0: So, um, yeah. Stay tuned, folks. Thanks for listening to the, the Laser, the Laser Babe Podcast. Podcast.